The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Jimmy's going to do a pass through our EQs. Oh, fancy. That's what she said. Oh, man. <laughs> Today is August 16, 2946. We are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode number 123. You see, like I like that. Of our show, this is the Those Guys With Ships show, our gaming community podcast, in which we discuss all the things a gaming community discusses. Okay, first off, programming schedule update. Now, we usually record on the first and third Mondays of the month, then release the first through fourth Tuesdays. Follow me here. There are five Mondays in August this year, and the first Monday of September is Labor Day this year. So, what time will the train arrive in Berlin? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I have nightmares about those sort of problems. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not to go back and read the paragraph again. I say I? 11 teen. Uh-huh. 11 teen, exactly. Uh, we, anyway, so we're going to be recording on the fifth Monday in August and then take the first Monday in September off. Then we'll pick it up again the third Monday of the month, two weeks hence. And October will be October because we have the, the Citizen Con and all of that. Um, so we will burn those bridges when we get there. Um, now, Ace had a good point earlier before we started recording. We do have Gamescom coming up, so um, depending upon... All of this is fluid. It is fluid. Uh, so uh, depending upon what happens there, um, you may hear us before then. But other than that, we're, uh, we're on track for once a week until uh, the cows come home. Sweet. <coughs> oh, my gosh. I think I swallowed one. Oh, that's a, a cow. cow. That's a really small cow. Or you have a ginormous yeah, mouth. It's uh, one, of those, one of those Diablo cows, little teeny tiny one. A little baby cow. <laughs> it was a little Minecraft cow. Why did someone right. make the sound of a goat? <laughs> Feels right? Well, I, I think we know our show episode title. Uh-huh. Just go with it. Just, just go with it. All right. And speaking of what we were talking about before the show, pretty pictures. Uh, those guys with ship style. Guys, we now have a place to share our pretty pictures with other guys with ships. Yes, yes, yes. The amazing Jonto has set up a spot on our website, versecast.org, to show off all the good times we are having in the Star Citizen. Just go to the main page and click on the link near the top that says Shots. From there, you can upload your favorite images and view those of others. There is a trick, though. There's no place to enter text, so name your pictures descriptively. Go check it out. You will see what we mean. Shots, shots, shots. I want to mention shots, that uh, when shots. I first read this, I thought it was real photos of people. So I was yeah, thinking I, I was just seeing too. like a bunch of people like with a stone face, really having a good time. But you know, you can't see it because <laughs> they're all just sitting in front of a screen. Like you know, that's like, like I assume like, this is be Jimmy. A couple really of, uh, excited. I figured it'd be a couple of uh, stock <laughs> stock photos. Yeah. So I really didn't know what to take from that, and it turns out it's in game screenshots. I, who knew? So I need yeah, well, to delete that you know, picture of me in the cutoff tee with uh, looking at the screen, but you know that's disappointing. 
with your with your denim short shorts? Uh, they are denim. Uh, let's just say, face? let's just say you can see pocket uh, oh, below the head. Nice. Let's just say that. That's a, that's impressive. We're just saying that. I'll let you guys uh, just get that in your mind. Is that you? Are is that Florida, your? P.S. Is that your punk phase? P.S. I'm hairy like a bear. So just, <laughs> just take that all in. <laughs> wow, take me that's, to the beach. that's a visual. <laughs> oh gosh. And speaking of the clothing, we have T-shirts. Yes, indeedy do. Uh, some of us has uh, received ours already. You should too. Go to the website. Um, so I've got mine. Um, I know Ace, you've got yours. Yep. Uh, Mark, did you? Get I did yours? get mine. Yeah. It's actually sitting in my car. All right. That's excellent. And uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy's ordering his soon, so um, we're all going to be clad with our names on our backs. Very excited. Do we get to walk into it's the like building pro- slow motion? Uh, only if we're like all in side by sports. side. No, we can't be in step. I want to see like the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is that? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, is it Reservoir Dogs? That's what I was thinking. That is that, is that yeah, one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Missing man formation, leap out in front in his Muppety style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he does like a penguin walk when he's doing it? That's, that's what I'm saying there. I don't know why. No? If one of us is carrying the suitcase. Um, I don't know. <laughs> why do I have to be Mr. But Pink? the t-shirts are really cool. They, they feel good. Actually, yeah, they, they were really them. comfy. It, yeah. They smelled a On little bit, but uh, this is the packaging. I haven't tried washing mine yet. Is this going to be concerned? Do I need to do it on cold? I'm not sure about that either. I'm curious about that. I haven't washed mine yet. It's it's black. You absolutely should wash it on cold. Okay. Good. Duh. Is that who? What? Was that a thing? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You want to maintain the integrity of the, 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 the black, so you want to wash it in cold. Interesting. Right? That's like my girlfriend told me that oh. uh, you don't put dryer sheets in with towels. No. Uh, yeah, it's, I heard that from my wife yeah. too. Because it uh, doesn't make them as absorbent, and I said, "Well, they are I'll less darn. They are less fluffy." Interesting. I, you know, guys, way too much about clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Things we learn when we ruin the yeah. laundry. Speaking of clothing, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, later. Foreshadowing, gentlemen. But foreshadowing. Ooh, I like it. First, we have No Man's Sky. So we all, I mean, well, I should say that the the video gaming community has been excited about this ever since it debuted at, um, was it oh, was it some convention in 2000, was it E3 of 2013? Um, it, was, it was one of the big events in 2013, and uh, people since then have just been hype, 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 hype. This is going to be amazing. Um, and so it did come out. Um, this would have been last week. Um, so it's been, uh, as, as of uh, this show, as of the airing of this show, it will have been out for nearly two weeks on the PlayStation and a little more than the week, than a week on the PC. And um, I think, first off, it's real important to remember just how ambitious this game is. Um, you know, because we're excited about the procedural generation uh, of planets in uh, what's uh, now slated for 2.7 of Star Citizen Alpha. All the planets in No Man's Sky are procedurally generated now, and um, so it's um, um, it's it's it's. I think it's a huge change in in uh, in the video gaming world, um, uh, alongside other huge changes that are going on right now, like with the VR and um, and uh, the um, uh, we had recently had the release of of the next generation of graphics cards, and um, so I think it's an exciting time for all of y'all and us. So um, 
Very, very cool. So I thought I would talk a little bit. Um, I did. Um, I did. Um, I was mentioning on the earlier show that uh, uh, the uh, PlayStation version actually uh, dropped the day that uh, 2.5 went to the PTU. I got my 2.5 uh, PTU invite, uh, so I, ha- I had to decide, and I I went and played No Man's Sky. Um, uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, about the game, my impressions of it, um, then uh, toss it off uh, to uh, to you guys to uh, uh, to talk about it a little bit, and then we have some uh, contributions from members of the community who have uh, purchased the game and are playing it. Uh, so we thought we would go through that and just you know sort of mark the occasion um, as uh, as is appropriate, I think, for um, uh, for an event of this um, importance, or at least I think it is. So um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, um, to be fair, though, um, uh, I, well, I, like I say, I, at first I played I played it the uh, the first night on PlayStation at a friend's house. I don't actually own a PlayStation myself, but I did go to his house and, and play it for a while, and I enjoyed it. Um, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, um, once I started playing it on the PC uh, three days later, I really got into it. And um, I know a lot of people were having issues with uh, technical glitches um, uh, on launch day. Um, so to be fair, I have not had any of those, uh, any of those issues to deal with. So um, for me, it's been, um, it's been pretty, um, uh, pretty uh, effortless. Um, so there's that. Um, but that said, the game reminds me a lot of Minecraft in its simple depth. And what I mean by that is that progression through the game so far seems to kind of happen automatically uh, around me while I'm figuring out how to do what should be really simple stuff. But, you know, it's one of those things like, well, I need to do, I need this part. Well, how do I, how do I get that? And then it's like, well, I got to go over here and I got to look over here. And then, so anyway, just, it sort of, it seems to happen, the game happens, you know, while, while you're playing, while I'm playing. Yes, that's, uh, yes, insightful, Ace. Um, um, so, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's hard to explain like Minecraft, you know, like explaining, you know, why you love Minecraft I've found is a, an extremely difficult thing to do. So I, I'm, I'm uh, probably not doing a very good job of explaining why I like this game, um, either. Uh, but, um, uh, for me, it's, it's one of those, you know, I'll just give you an example. I sit down to play it for 15 minutes and hours disappear. So, um, to me, to my mind, and that's part of the reason why I, why I play video games is because, you know, at the end of the day, when I've had just about enough of uh, the real world that I can handle, I like to go somewhere else. And um, a game that will suck me in and uh, hold my attention um, uh, that well for an extended period of time is, um, is, a, is a good thing in my mind. So, <clears throat> Well, I would say that, you know, I don't play it. Uh, it's not something that I'm, I'm that much interested in because, you know me, I'm a, I'm a story dude. But... If a game can transport away like that, then that it's it's the hallmark of a good game. It's doing yeah, its job. I, th- I think so. I think so. Now, um, uh, I you know I'm I'm about I think I'm about eight hours. I have about eight hours total gameplay. Um, so I'm still uh, I have consciously rem- I'm not you know charging headlong towards the center of the galaxy because I want to uh, spend some time, uh, you know, um, exploring where it is that I am. uh, And maybe I'm assuming that as you get towards the center of the galaxy that uh, the gameplay becomes more difficult. So I want to give myself a chance to um, uh, to get used to the flight model um, and to um, uh, 
uh, upgrade my ship and my my spacesuit, and um, you know, and also just you know check things out. And oh, I, I will mention that I am um, I am naming all of the planets that I discover uh, for those guys with ships. So um, we. Uh, We've got we've got quite the real estate holdings. Wow! You, Are you developing a TGWS empire? Y- yes, the, the TGWS system. That's yes. that's really that's really uh, what's the magnanimous of you. All of mine are are, are mine. Mad Mad Cow's Planet number one, number two, number awesome, number three. <laughs> number three. That's all. That's how they name. Threeve? That's how I. He am. thinks that's not how counting works. That's how I named them. <laughs> And that's okay. Um, so uh, now, now, Jimmy, I know that, that the, you had, had said before, you know, this, this game really isn't your cup of tea. But uh, um, our understanding is your lovely wife has just been playing quite a bit of it, yes? Oh, yeah, yeah. As, as I've mentioned before, uh, uh, as far as consoles go, my wife is my own personal Twitch streamer. Ah, nice. And uh, she has been playing a, a lot of the game uh, and just, just kind of hanging out on the couch and watching her play. Um, it, it seems like a fun game. Um, I, I want. Here's the thing is I personally want a little bit more out of a, a space sim. And if you know, but the thing is, if Star Citizen wasn't on the horizon, if there weren't modules in Star Citizen to play, um, I would be all over No Man's Sky. Um, I think it's a great game. Uh, it, it seems like it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it does. I, I I will say that I did see the planets did seem to be a bit uh, repetitious in in their generation. Do you guys find that to be the same, or, or are the planets radically different to you guys? I would say the several I've found so far, it's been. I mean, there have been differences, but it starts feeling the same very quickly. Yeah, that was the impression I got um, until recently. Um, my wife had uh, discovered a, a couple of a few planets that seemed radically different. Uh, she finally discovered a planet with water. Uh, we finally got to see some rain. Um, you know, so so there were some variations on the planets more recently, where I was like, "Oh, that one looks you know pretty different than the other planets that I've seen that that she's discovered." But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I it seemed to me like a lot of the animals and a lot of the um, the terrain generation um, starts to get a little generic after a while. Well, I, I think that the, the the differences between some of the planets is rather subtle, and you know, discovering those differences is actually kind of some of the cool part. You know, it's like okay, so here's okay, I, I know this planet, I know this planet. Oh, hey, what's that? You know. And then, like you say, you know, you'll find a cave and there's water in there. And it's like, oh, so you go swimming in a cave, you know. And, um, no, totally. And, and I will say one thing that was a pleasant surprise was the fact that she'd gotten attacked by pirates. Um, I thought that was really cool that there was, in fact, some level of space combat. I don't know. I haven't followed the game closely. I don't know if that was something uh, that they had made apparent. But for a long time, I was under the impression that it was strictly, and for the most part it is, but strictly an exploration uh, game, um, but you know, I was kind of curious about alternative playability with it, with you know, th- and you know, with the pirates uh, and the learning the different languages, um, you know, running into all the different alien races. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I did think the graphics for like the the sentient beings was a little stiff. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Without right. question, it's it's it's, so. it's definitely very. Uh, set piece kind of uh, honestly it's like old, it's kind of like old school uh, I'm trying to think what a good example would be uh, I know Final Fantasies used to do this but where it'd pop up like like the person's face and their mouth would only be moving in like a in like a text box you'd have like the box you know, and then you'd have like the text on the side of it going so it's kind of a pop out I don't know what they call those 
it feels like that because the person the, the, the thing is just kind of sitting there and you kind of zoom in on it and it's in its own little spot and then you have the you know kind of the description of kind of what's happening I'm at a whatever and it's kind of looking at me weird and it wants me to touch its uh, furry headpiece like oh okay do you do it maybe I don't know do you give it carbon uh yeah it likes pencil lead you know that kind of thing so <laughs> like oh it ate it oh well now it gave me a recipe fantastic um well I, I will steal a little bit of uh, Solidus Ties Thunder, which was is forthcoming, and just say it it looks like an indie game. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. Uh, my it, wife had made a, a pretty astute observation, where, where some some people that had been complaining about the game, she's like, the game kind of walks this middle line between it's not really an indie game, but it's kind of an indie game. It's not really a triple A title, but it's kind of a triple A title, and so. People that like are really, really into indie games seem to have have a little bit of issue with the game, and people that are really were really expecting a AAA title have a little bit of issue with the game. Um, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great game. I think that you know for a small staff they did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know I, I think the graphics are a little stiff. Um, I think the gameplay is a little repeti- repetitive. But I will say that the more that I've watched my wife playing the game, the more that I've been like, oh, okay, that's cool, or oh, I didn't realize you could do that too. Um, so I see where the value in the gameplay is, and I can understand how easy it is to get sucked into playing it, because I've watched her, you know, just get sucked into playing it for, for hours on end, uh, you know, and just spending time on one planet. Yeah. Yep. And as yeah. far as alternative gameplay, I will say they, they have a very, and this wasn't made a Terribly apparent. I think they, they kind of hinted at it a bit, and they did they did talk to it a little bit in some of the uh, some of the the, the, the preview stuff. But uh, as far as Sentinels go, uh, it's it's a very much a Grand Theft Auto type of system, kind of the one star, mm-hmm. two star, three yeah. star, four star, five star yeah. type of thing. I will say I've gotten up to three stars um, in the first couple hours of playing because you know I mean I start doing something the Sentinels get mad and start shooting me so then I shoot them then I don't kill one fast enough he brings friends next thing the other guy brings friends next thing I know I've got uh, spaceships coming down on me so it's uh, uh, I won by the way just so you know I won um, <laughs> nice. right but uh, Blackguard. yeah it's it's one of those types of things where it, it it's interesting. In that it's got that ability where you can just kind of, I mean, you just start doing it. Next thing I know, the nice thing is, uh, it turns out that uh, they have some some decent uh, materials you get from killing the sentinels, as well as uh, some nifty little, uh, lots of like neutrino, what's it, uh, neutrino boards or something like that, tri- chips I think, and uh, something else, uh, you know, whatever, and uh, that, that sell for an extremely decent amount of money. So as well as upgrade parts and things like that. So it's one of those things where if you decide to go that route, you can. And in so doing, the recipes you get from them and things like that are um, generally uh, geared towards fighting things. As are, if you're looking in boxes or finding, you know, if you're kind of exploring, the things you find in there tend to lend themselves to the exploring, you know, the, the upgrades and things tend to lend themselves to exploring. So it's very mm-hmm. much a pick how you want to do this, and then we're going to kind of let you do it and facilitate that in a manner that's going to let you you know, continue on. And there's some stuff you just can't get away from. You're going to mine your isotopes for power for stuff, and you're always going to have to keep a bunch of that around. But right. uh, some of the other things let you go. Frankly, I'm a gold miner. Didn't even know it. Landed on a moon with about 40 billion giant rich like gold Deposits that I sat for like an hour and just mined gold and made a crap ton of money selling it to the galactic market or whatever. No intention of doing it. 
just found it, decided to do it, and uh, you know there it was. So you know now I'm now I'm swimming in gold coins when I go to bed. But you know these things happen. That I'm sounds really uncomfortable, blues. honestly. I, there was the whole thing about Scrooge you know, McDuck it, it, breaking his, his neck when he jumped into a giant pool of gold coins. I feel like this is probably a similar situation. No one cares about the physics. You're talking about a talking duck, man. Come on. Let this one go. Now, now let me ask you guys this. Um, do you feel like you're three feet tall? Yes. That's the impression I've got, is that you seem a bit short in relation to the planet. It's, <laughs> one the planet. You know the best way I describe it is? I feel, I feel like I'm Mega Man. A little bit, because you got like I feel like I'm probably wearing, you know, anime boots with some kind of you know gun arm. Even though you're, you're really not, but it might as well be a gun arm for all intents and purposes because you can't ever see your hand, and uh, you, know, you never really see what you look like. So yeah, the the scale kinda, is a little weird. Kind of like uh, future humans from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, what? I never saw that one. Did you just pull that directly from your rear? Station! Yes. Yeah. See, Gleeb knows what I'm talking about. The outfits that they wore, right, Gleeb? Is that the kind of impression you feel like that's what you look like? Um, I cannot escape the logic of your argument. Well, at least know this. If uh, you see Dr. Wiley, just make sure to run the other way. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that, that's the feel I got anyway. And I haven't gotten to explore much, but I did notice, as Gloop was saying, you're kind of doing the storyline, then all of a sudden, you know, I, I managed to find... I was looking for a trader, absolutely needed a trader, because I was full of, full of stuff. I had no space to put anything in anywhere. And kind of wandering around, managed to find a trader. And it's one of those things where you just kind of explore around, and you figure out, hey, that box over there will actually is a trading terminal. Or you, ran, you run mm-hmm. into a random... Uh, Gek and it's kind of talking to you, and you give it some, I don't know, you give it some, uh, you know, whatever it is, plat- platinum to munch on, and it likes you, and then it says, hey, do you want my ship? You know, it's kind of those types of things. Next thing you know, you're trading, and you're able to get rid of some of the crap you have, and then you, you know, then you're kind of freed up space, and then you can go do whatever you want. So it, it's very non linear. Yeah, it is. It's very much kind of wander around and find out what you got. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's not a big deal. Uh, but the other thing too is is that uh, you know in terms of you know progression, it's one of those things where I was just there, and then all of a sudden I happened to find a trader that I gave the right thing to, and then he gave me the pattern for uh, my hyperdrive, completely mm-hmm. out of the blue, randomly. I don't. I'm assuming that if I had never found that, I never would have known. That's that's just wonderful. Real well, George Car- George Carlin. A true story. Yeah. Is that, is that what you feel like you look like? In, Basically, uh, yes. That's exactly what I feel like I look like. <laughs> so there we go. We've sol- solved that. That's that that that's a thing. I hope you, I hope those will be on show notes because that's ridiculous looking. You, you know, you know how Mark loves the uh, messing with the right. Trainers. As I'm trying to talk, I see yep. things shiny, and then I completely lose my train of thought. <laughs> that would have bothered me all night if I didn't find Thanks, this image. To uh, there um, you go. well, I, you know, I that's. Part of what I like about it is the nonlinearity and uh, sort of, you know, you can have a little bit of ADD and it's not broken. Yeah. It doesn't break the no. game. And, I, um, and it feels and it feels in, in places, you know, sort of undone, too. I think this is like one, my favorite alpha game that I've right. really played. Yeah, I get the very much. I'm, I'm interested to see if at, like I said, I think I'm like four or five hours. I'm very interested to see if at... 15 hours if I still care or I have a tendency to if it's a shallow type of game like this I feel like I have a feeling this is I have a feeling what's going to end up happening is I'll end up getting bored with just going around mining things because I'll have a crap ton of money 
And then I'll just mm-hmm. go and I'll buy the biggest ship I can, and then I'll just stri- fly straight for the you know whatever to see what the story is. You know, and that's mm-hmm. my problem. Is I am very story driven, so I completely agree with Ace on that. I mean, a good story will make me sit through a crappy game, um, mm-hmm. or with a game with crappy gameplay. However, great gameplay will not necessarily get me to come back to a game or to you know if it doesn't have a good story. I mean, I'll walk away from it if I, if it doesn't have something to catch me. And this one. I kind of feel right now like I'm trying to figure out what is going on with this, uh, you know, with the, you know, with this alien race. Where I'm supposed to be going here? This whole Atlas thing. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, but I don't. I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just not far enough. Along. You don't know if you're going to con- continue. Care. Exactly. It's like, will I? Will it? Will it really matter? Or will it just be one of those things where, hey, I, you know, at this point, I'm just going to go to the center and see what happens because now I have a big see- ship and I can fly for indeterminate time. I know they'll find power and I can just keep going and. You know, whatever. I'm done mining stuff. I don't want to do it anymore, or whatever. So that's the thing I'm I'm really curious about too. Is is and that was that has always been my my concern or, or my thought in relation to that game is is this a game that I'm going to want to continue to play and continue to play and continue to play? Um, but the thing is, like you know, if if you're just looking for an exploration game, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys What did you guys think of? And I know that it's. Even just watching my wife play that it is radically different from Star Citizen and understandable. Yes. It's it's a completely different game. But flight mechanic wise, what were you guys just thoughts on that in general? Ridiculous. It's very arcade. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a joke. It's it almost feels like you're on rails, honestly. Um, I don't know if Gleep got that feeling, but when you're flying you can't go down past a certain point. I couldn't nose my, my ship down and actually go down at a at a certain point. The only thing you could do is hit the E key to land. That's the only thing I could do. So, mm-hmm. Is it an auto land? So I can't. System? Well, it is. You hit the yeah. E key yeah. and it auto lands you essentially. Well, for a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. So I'm flying around. I'm trying to do stuff and like you can't turn around easily. It's like it, it feels like it's on rails a little bit. It's not a flight. No, it's system. not. It's not. not a and once you get out, once you get into the uh, into space, it's a little bit different, but very much very similar to that. Still, it, it feels. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna itch your flight sim. Uh, itch with this at all or scratch or flight some itch at all with this but um well, you know you know the the, the the thing that i noticed most you know, of making that transition like you're saying is going from the planet where you there will be pockets of planet terrain that are incredibly highly detailed and then you jump into orbit and go to a space station which looks like a First iteration mock-up oh, yeah. of the uh, space station from Elite. Dangerous, exactly. The, uh, yeah, those are very. You know, yeah, I was noticing that too. The uh, I ran. I haven't found a space station yet, but I found uh, a lot of. Uh, they look like resource mining, giant mining ships or something along those lines. Uh, they they might mm-hmm. be. Yeah, they might be battleships, but right at the moment they look like mining ships or something. And yeah, you get up close to it, it's uh, a little bit jarring because it looks it's very very yeah. Plain. And and I think that is that is a a function of. This being the first iteration of procedural generation on this scale, I think. But um, I mean, at the same time, think about—I mean, look at an animal. You know, the different creatures you find are really pretty detailed. Does it is it right. that hard to do with something the size of a ship? I mean, do we, do they just not care? Maybe maybe there are, maybe there are levels of detail that the LOD is just really—they don't really care about the, you know, the three meter. You know what I mean? They're concerned okay, about I'll, the, I'll, you know, whatever. I'll I'll tie this back to Star Citizen very ni- very neatly here. So, so okay. hold on. All right. So, independent game. Uh, my understanding is is that um, uh, is that early on, uh, this, these guys, you know, it's always been a small studio. They that they kind of got in trouble. 
Um, it was like not in trouble like they, you know, the police were showing up or anything, but it was like there was a real chance they weren't going to be able to make this game, that it wasn't going to work. Was this because of the flood? Uh, no, I think even prior to that. And then Sony came in and said, hey, we like this idea. Here, here's money. So they got a backer. They got, um, they got a publisher. And um, that's when it stopped being a truly independent game. That's when it stopped being a, you know, a, a development project like Star Citizen is. I, I bet you if it was up to them, it, they wouldn't have released it now. I'll bet you that they, would, they, they could have easily spent another... It looks like they could have spent another year, maybe even two sort of, you know, evening out the transitions inside the game. Um, it feels like it's a little bit rushed, and it kind of makes me, you know, I, I, I'm still having a lot of fun, but, you know, it's like I notice, hey, you know, that transition from that beautiful lush forest to, you know, uh, to this uh, space station that looks like, you know, a, a, a crude pencil drawing, you know, is, is, you know, it's not like it's not detracting from my enjoyment, but I'm certainly noticing yeah. it. Um, so, uh, Perhaps in that in that sense, it's uh, detracting from my immersion. Uh, but um, I'm really glad that we're not doing that in Star Citizen. So I, I think that you know, and the, the AAA the AAA hype that has gone on with this game with Sony backing it, I don't know if that's done the the uh, development of the game a service. But you know, you could argue that without that, it never would have come out, and then we wouldn't have what we do have. In well, it. I- so is it perfect? Well, now that they have success, they can iterate and they have a chance to improve on the game too. Yeah, sure, assuming sure. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I just hope it survives, you know, because there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, "Oh, you know, it's it's all crap and they lied and blah 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 blah." You know, th- th- there are a lot of people trolling the game. I, so I, I will well, I will say this, like the the people that that have been trolling the game, it, it's kind of a surprise to me because it's like how did you not know what you were getting like i i understood from how little i followed the game i understood what the game was going to be and watching my wife play i'm like yeah this is basically what i expected it to be with a couple of surprises and 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 with it being able to see the gameplay mechanic play out i'm like oh okay that's kind of cool but i'm not surprised and I, i don't understand why people are so shocked and surprised at what they're getting it's an exploration game like we, we, we've all known that since the game started developing. I think it depends on what you talk about. It, you know, it's one of those things, once again, I mean, expectations are various and sundry. Yeah. So, and, you know, none of them ever fall in line with what the actual what the actual intent was, I think. That happens all the time. But yeah. I will say things like, for instance, the space simminess, right? The whole deal was, well, hey, you can go in space, you can explore space, and you can go down on the planets, and it's all seamless. Once again, that's a big thing. It's all procedural generated. You can fly around. I mean, to tell you, getting in that plane the first time, I'm not a good pilot. I don't pretend to be. But when I'm in there, I feel like I feel like they're taking away every single control they possibly can and giving me the, the bare minimum uh, just to get mm-hmm. me from point A to point B. And that's all. And, and you know, that's all you get. Like, it's no like there, there's no learning curve. It's I mean, literally every time I get my ship, they tell me hit W until you take off. If you want to go up, go up, you know, hit hit the space bar to go, you know, all this type of stuff. And by the way, you also can't get low enough to run into the ground. Um, you can shoot things like you're on rails there. Um, you get into space very much the same way. Uh, you have kind of a ridiculous health pool, so you really can't just run into things and oh, whoops, you know, you know what I mean? It's it for mm-hmm. an exploration game but- in space. 
they don't. You can go anywhere you want. However, though. yes, you can. And I think that that, uh, I will say, and I know people have said on the Reddit anyway, is that it's very good to see. It, it gets me excited playing this. Really just is exciting for me to see it in terms of being able to play Star Citizen and getting to do it. Really what it amounts mm-hmm. to. Uh, for me. Well, it's, yeah, it's funny. I was Every time I watched that Every time I watch my wife play, I'm thinking to myself, you know, what is CIG doing with this tech? You know, because in in No Man's Sky, people never run into each other. So it's kind of like it doesn't matter how the planets are procedurally generated. But with Star Citizen, everyone's going to be playing in the same pool. So, like, I just I'm really curious as to how that's going to work. Like, is the planet going to be procedurally generated, but you're going to have sections like like what we have now where we have like Art Corp but then you step outside of like Art Corp proper and enter into crossover into the procedurally generated planet okay. portion and yeah. and beyond that well and the other question I had beyond that was are people going to see different things based on how the planets are generated yeah, okay so as far as that goes people no. get yeah no, people get comp- procedural generation uh, confused quite frequently and I read a relatively extensive article uh, that kind of helped cool. help explain a little I bit. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> the way this particular thing works, okay, as far as it goes, and I think they've explained this on, on, on uh, CIG has explained this a couple of times too, the procedural generation does not mean that every time you go in there it's random or for every person it's random. Essentially the procedural no, no, generation, what it does is it, it allows think of it like a seed, okay? The seed mm-hmm. if you have an oak tree, okay, and you want to grow that, you put an oak seed in there, okay? Everyone knows that, that the seed from an oak will grow an oak. Okay, it's not gonna grow up you know, it's not gonna grow a palm tree, it's not gonna grow, you know, poplar, it's not gonna grow, you know, an elm, it's gonna grow an oak tree when you have that seed. Redwood it will, it will not grow redwood either. Um, so pine, 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 possibly tree. pine, but uh, that's another story. So um, I'm going to explain the birds and bees to you. Apparently, we need that conversation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I took a lot of biological science classes in college, so I got you here. Uh, so the way to think about it is, is the procedural generation is essentially giving you that seed in the game. Okay, so your computer has the seed. It knows that when you put that seed down, it grows an oak. So it says, "Hey, generate an oak tree." That's the, the and every time it's going to generate. Now it's not even just an oak tree; it's grow that oak tree that was outside your house when you were a kid. Grow that exact oak tree. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay, so every time, it's a formula. yeah. So every time everyone logs in, it's going to be hey, grow the oak that's outside of Jimmy's house when he was a kid. So basically, in relation to exploration, um, somebody goes out into a newly discovered system. They land on that planet that that oak seed, if you will. Um, is produced and then going forward it's a thing in the verse and will generate the same every time someone else lands yeah exactly but having said that it's not going to be oh that first person that lands that's when it generates they'll already have it generated because what they're going to do is what they were saying is they're going to go back they're going to generate the planet using that that algorithm right that seed and then from that then they're going to go back individually you know those hundred systems you know whatever planets and actually put down things like grass, terrain, whatever, as they go. And that's something that they can then hand brush on there or use other procedural generation techniques to fill in. And that goes uh, all the okay. way to generating things like rivers. You can generate, the thing with this is you can generate things like um, you know, tectonic plates, how they function in there. So you're going to generate mountains in a certain way. And those those in turn will generate 
uh, the way the uh, the weather effects, uh, you know, typically don't go across a mountain or something like that if it's high enough, right? You can rain on one side, it's always raining on that side, but not on the other. Uh, things depending on the weather patterns. Those generate certain rivers. That'll generate lakes in certain areas. That'll generate you know foliage in different types of places, uh, different types of foliage or different types of flora. Because of that, you'll have different kinds of fauna, that type of thing. That's the kind of thing you can generate with this stuff. And then because you have that seed, you don't have to handcraft every little bit of that. You can just say, hey, here's the mm, seed. Okay. Let the computers, each time they come by, generate the rest of it. That way we don't have to take up this massive amount of space with, uh, you know, ma- massive amount of uh, storage space uh, with, you know, I don't have to, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't have to generate, you don't have to hold, you know, gigabytes and gigabytes of file data for this planet. You can literally just say, here's the seeds, you know. Here's now, the number. Now would, the number. You, exactly. now, would you say, like, so that makes perfect sense on a, a newly discovered sure. world that doesn't have any cities. So would the assumption then be that the planets that have access uh, or have um, legit landing zones or legitimate cities or legitimate uh, points those would be the things that are kind of hand built and then the planet is generated around right that? that's the understanding is that what they were going to do is generate the planet use the seed generate jimmy's house or generate the uh, you know, the uh, the oak tree outside of jimmy's house when he was a kid from there then they add their their you know their their whatever you want their bedazzle to it right so they they bedazzle it the way they like they add their christmas lights Right in the exact points they want the Christmas lights, and in that, then they have the, the uh, you know the star or whatever you put on top of your Christmas tree, um, and that one may be your landing zone. Okay, it's always the same star. They're going to handcraft right, that star. Right, they're going right, to put right. it on the top of that tree exactly where they want it, and they're going to you know design things around it. Maybe you know whatever, make the garland better, or, you know put the lights in certain spots or whatever. Now that one's always going to be there. You always know where it's going to be. It's going to be the top of the tree, but. And then, uh, you know, but then what they're going to do is they're just going to sprinkle ornaments wherever they want them. You know what I mean? So, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. And I think that's, I think mm-hmm. that my understanding is, is that that's the idea behind it. They're going to handcraft portions of it, place them in spots on these, you know, which basically, you know, makes it so that really they're just handcrafting little bits and pieces as opposed to having to generate entire planets every time. So it's massive, massive right. time saved. Right. And I think in Star Citizen 2, isn't it the case that there are going to be parts of the planet that you can't land on? Uh, my understanding was that they, from what I remember, recall reading, and once again, don't take my word on this uh, as, as gospel. It's just Yeah, us. I believe that the idea was uh, that that really only, initially it was, yes. They were really just going to have you on, have you on rails. The only time that's going to really come into play right now is on City Worlds. Uh, mm-hmm. Because a city world like a Terra or something mm-hmm. on those lines, which I understand is going to be, I mean, essentially a city world or something that you know, it's a very populous area. Uh, they're going to keep you on rails to some extent on portions or potentially most or all of that planet because and, and but as a gameplay side of it and realistically, uh, those would have very very heavily um, uh, regimented and controlled flight paths and, you know, flight zone, whatever they call those. Right. Um, right. Yeah, that makes you sense. Know, because there's so much traffic, you really have to be very careful about that. So I think that's kind of the game, but, uh, the in-game reason, and it, it's a decent one, and I think that'd help right. out that well, a bit. Well, my, my point is is that in No Man's Sky, you can land literally anywhere on any planet right True, now. true, and I think they're going to use that. Uh, that. That's what gets me interested, it's, thinking about landing in there. It's, yeah. it's, want, it's, it's clunky, it's, it's not elegant, but it works. 
Well, I would I would guess that they will use that tech for um, explorers that discover new systems and discover new planets because sure. they've talked consistently about the fact that you know they want you know and that's always been a question I've had in the back of my mind you know before the the procedurally generated uh, planet conversation was how are they going to allow for explorers to continue to explore and discover um, jump points and uh, and planets. And so it seems to me that they'll use that tech on those kind of uh, wild worlds, if you will, or, or you know, untamed worlds that have no uh, no people on it, no no culture on it, and that you'll be able to land anywhere. And that, that will probably be very similar to the way No Man's Sky works now. I would say that's probably pretty accurate. I think the one thing we can think of, too, is that uh, they're planning on continuously making systems. They've got people in place that they're planning on bringing on board to essentially just make planets and systems. So, you know, once they get that uh, kind of pipeline, that development pipeline in place and kind of, you know, rounded out, I'm sure they'll be pumping them out, you know, like, uh, you know, relatively quickly. So yeah. that'll be continuous. Um, yeah, and I would think that the only thing that would be time-consuming would be the uh, populated plants. Yeah, I think so. Well, it depends on how you pop, I mean, by populate. You can also mean populated by animals, different kinds of plants, uh, minerals, um, you know, special things, whatever you have. Yeah, Got to do all that set dressing. Yep, all of that set dressing, but you know what I mean. All it's all gameplay. Mm, dressing, it's yeah, no, absolutely, play. and 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 you know those um, those untamed planets, if you will, uh, open the door. Uh, if if it goes along the same lines as No Man's Sky, opens the door to you know a host of different types of professions uh, or or enhancement to professions, uh, like they've mentioned in the past about you know initially mining is going to be like a handheld weapon. Uh, or handheld device until they uh, transition it to asteroids, and you'll be able to just do some small-level mining on on a planet or on an asteroid itself, get out of your ship and do some small-level mining. So I would imagine that that is probably a little bit of a hint of what you'll see with the procedurally generated planets. And, you know, so mining, um, you know, getting fauna from, you know, uh, different plant life, uh, vegetation, uh, all sorts of minerals from different planets is going to be, I would imagine, and I say this in relative terms, fairly easy with that type of tech. Well, I think what we're going to see initially is probably something relatively similar to what No Man's Sky has in as their finished product. Is probably what we're going to see in the alpha in, yeah. in relative terms quickly, soon for you know the uh, when when they bring on those different systems because it's so easy. What do they really do? They just plop down a thing. They call it a gold node, and now you can go you know blast it and, and, and take gold from it. Okay, well that's there's really nothing fancy about that. Right. Um, and, and the procedural generation for for No Man's Sky, it's really I mean it's just you know hey gold rich, dump a bunch of nodes out you know on random spots and then you know adjust terrain accordingly. Done. Okay, guys. I'm so. What? Um, I'm. I'm really sorry again that uh, I've brought up a topic that no one wants to talk about. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but I look forward to uh, continuing um, um, our impressions. Uh, so, 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 Mark, you've kept the game, right? Yeah. Because I know that I, you had got it, and I then you had uh, turned it back yep. in, and then you. you got, okay, good, good. So, um, let's let's talk about it uh, amongst the four of us uh, again, and uh, you know, uh, Jimmy, through uh, through your uh, your uh, uh, domestic. Uh, uh, 
Twitcher at home. <laughs> <laughs> my, my personal Twitch streamer? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, but um, I did uh, solicit, because uh, I noticed, you know, on Steam when I got the game and uh, it launched that uh, several of my, or a couple of my friends here um, from the group uh, also had the game. And so I texted them in, in Steam chat and said, hey, what are your thoughts? And so I definitely want to get to those before we move on to other business. But uh, uh, it's good to know that we'll be able to come back to this later and discuss it more. So... Uh, first up, our buddy Vendus. Um, uh, uh, he says, I have about 10 hours into the game already, and I have to say, out of all the games on the market today, it is, a quite, it is quite a pleasant breeze of fresh air. In my 10 hours of gameplay, I have seen maybe three planets. I love that it is not super fast and easy to completely discover a planet. One planet I went to, I spent hours spelunking. The next, I had to figure out how to survive underwater while discovering new tech. The third was almost like Earth until I exited my ship and got a radiation warning. Other than the hours of exploring planets and blowing up asteroids, the fact remains that after 10 hours of gameplay, I still want 10 to 40 hours more. I feel like I have barely scratched the surface of this game, and the language system is the best mechanic I have seen in a game for a very long time. Learning the language helps me to solve puzzles and gain rewards. Not only is that awesome, but it forces you to pay attention to the details. Also, I have to mention that finding of derelict ships that you can rebuild and fly away in, love it. I did have some issues with the game at launch, but once I found out that changing to borderless windowed and amping up to 50 or to 60 FPS was an option, all my issues have gone away. The game runs super smooth. It is simple, but not too simple of a game. It feels like Elite Dangerous and Borderlands had a child. Overall, I highly recommend it. So that's good. Yeah, I I agree with many of those points. I I actually um, really liked what they did with that aspect specifically, the finding derelict ships and rebuilding them, and not making the rebuild easy. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Hargamather, uh, uh sent uh, this in for us. He said, when it launched for PC, I began to get really nervous and second guess if I had made a wise choice by pre-ordering it. I was seeing all of the problems that people were having with the game crashing, not launching, constant stuttering, and or really low frame rates. I was a nervous wreck the whole eight hours that it was downloading for me. He has a terrible internet connection, he says. (laughs) Expecting the worst when I tried to launch it. While waiting, I was reading up on some of the things that people were trying to improve the frame rates and fix the crashes. As soon as the game was installed and ready to launch, I said a little prayer, clicked play, and it launched first time with no problems. I immediately went into the graphic settings, set everything to ultra-high, disabled V-Sync, pushed the frame rate up to 90, and began to play. To my joy and delight, I haven't experienced a single issue in poor performance. Frame rate is nice and stable. I have about six hours in the game now, and I can say I am pleased with how it is running. As far as the actual gameplay, I'm having a blast. I played the first three hours or so with my kids, who are eight and five, and they were mesmerized by exploring the planets and looking for new creatures. Coming up with fun, silly names for everything that we find has been very entertaining. I don't know for how long this will remain fun, but for now we are having a blast. I continued to play last night after they went to bed and had fun on my own as well. I like being able to explore at my leisure and see all of the variety in the different planets and creatures. Hunting for resources for the different tech is also some laid-back kind of fun, and the occasional encounter with a hostile animal or drone is just enough combat for me. I haven't tried any space combat yet. Overall, I'm enjoying No Man's Sky so far and have no regrets about buying it at the price I did. 
I do, however, think that you have to be the right kind of gamer to enjoy it. You have to enjoy exploring for exploration's sake and must be able to rely on your imagination some to immerse yourself in the game. If that sounds like fun to you, then I think you will enjoy it. If you need constant direction, quests, goals to meet, complex NPC interaction, and complicated combat systems to have fun, then this isn't the game for you. Harg. There is something something to be said for just kind of shutting off and and kind of autopiloting your way through a game. Yeah, those last three sentences of his, I think, are a fantastic plug for this game. They should have used him to uh, make up, to, to explain what the game was. Yeah, and I thought he brought up a good point, and uh, you know, sort of mentioned it earlier that I, I believe it's more of an indie game than a AAA title. They should have sold it for forty bucks. No, agreed. It's it's not a sixty dollar no. game, and in, in its no. current state, I think I think forty dollar price point. Well, they're they're, better, but, they're, yeah. they're iterating. They're iterating. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, I, I teased him earlier. Solidus Ty said, Greetings, those guys with ships. These are my thoughts on the game so far. No Man's Sky is an interesting, amazing game. I am thoroughly enjoying my time with it after about 14 hours of play. It's full of wonder and mystery. The scale is vast. There are a ton of systems to check out, and each varies in its size and in how many planets it contains. The difference in planets goes deeper than just looks. Environments can be harsh toxic rain or extreme heat or cold, and aggro from sentinels often seems completely random. The amount of flora and fauna can also be very different from planet to planet, some having none at all to some having being rich and very rare. The gameplay relies heavily upon resource and inventory management. That's very true. Uh, the story is a text dialogue, and you will need to piece it together as you find more information about what is going on. No Man's Sky has a lot of cool mechanics, but they are surface level and not as in-depth as some were hoping for. Though possibly a bit superficial, they can allow for plenty of hours of enjoyment. Enjoyment. Yes, enjoyment. Uh, for some, though, it might not be enough. You... You're not going to find a massive, overarching, intertwining story, at least not that I've encountered yet, or epic CG cutscenes. No Man's Sky is an indie game at its core, but coming from a team of its size, it is a great accomplishment. It's an indie game that was advertised as a AAA title and thus was hyped to AAA status, which I don't think is Hello Games' fault. They are a small studio with big dreams and goals. Sounds kind of like Star Citizen. Hello Games have mentioned new features. For example, frigates and base building will be coming in the game in future updates. Thanks, Solidus. So I I think those are excellent points he brings up about about kind of the environment in which it was developed and released. Quick quick aside, base building. Does every game have to be a base build? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate base building games. I don't like them. I understand. No, I agree. I understand it's the hot thing that everyone, because that's what, you know, all, whatever, the the 15 year olds are playing, 12 year olds. I don't want any more base building. Come on. Uh huh. Anyway, okay. Don't want to have to build a base. Don't want to have to maintain resources for it every, I don't want that to be my gameplay. I agree 100%. I don't need Ark, whatever, you know, the dinosaur game. I don't need, I don't need that done 40,000 times. You know, the only game I've ever really enjoyed that in was the modded version of Armor that we did, partly because that was all in the purpose, in in serving of a purpose. We were trying to conquer the territory, and so building that equipment, maintaining all that was in the purpose of doing a thing. But I have had a hard time with people who just, like, build just for the sake of being like, yeah, it's it's neat. It's fun. That's it. I love building bases. Yeah. Some people are getting into that. Anyway, that's all. Just a quick aside. I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) all right well i that kind of wraps up the no man's sky stuff for this show um so wow wow 50 minutes yeehaw 
Um, well, uh, real briefly, want to mention, uh, uh, you know, from the forums, uh, we have a couple of, uh, of cool links that we will share in the notes. Uh, Porcupine sent us uh, a link to a heavy metal, or heavy metal arena commander video he did put together. So um, uh, there will be a link to that. Definitely do check it out. It's uh, it's good fun with the metal if uh, if you like that, which I do. The metal. Uh, yeah! um, nice. And, thank you. Um, and then, uh, big, those guys with ships, congratulations to Cajun Nerd and Gaming Guru on their marriage. Ooh. Yay! Yay! Congratulations. Hooray. Yay. So that's, that's Small very, very cool. Um, yeah, they are, are active in our forums, and it's really cool um, that they, uh, they've got hitched. I think they're, uh, I think they're down in the, uh, in the Florida area, if I'm not, um, yeah, they were, uh, they, or at least they honeymooned at, uh, Cape Canaveral, so. There you go. Very cool. So, um, guys, um, that was all that I have except for the new members. Uh, so, is there something else that we want to do? We, do we want to touch on the clothing real quick? You know, we should mention it. We can do a quick. You know what? Well, as we say, why don't we? Why don't we save it for when two point five goes That's live? Fair. Uh, fair uh, Jimmy, I got a quick question though. Uh, yeah. Was it? Uh, oh man, I can't get another one. Uh, crud. Uh, Lido's or was it the gutter? Uh, what is it? Gutter wash. Gutter wash. Which one? Which one? Oh, gutter wash. Uh, yeah, I'd have to say gutter yeah, wash. I'm gutter wash all the way. Okay, just checking. You need skulls. You need skulls yeah, on your more shirts, skulls, man. please. Thank you. Ah! Yeah. Run for the hills. Um. So shall I discuss new Let's members? Let's go. Go for <laughs> it. Awkward Awkward new members. Silence. Let's do it. Thank you. Alrighty, so since last time Dev Tesla joined us, said, hey, listen to your podcast and looked over the website. Very cool stuff. Just looking for a casual group to hop on and play with once in a while. Learning the game again after not playing for a year. Got my Hornet ready to go. Dev. Welcome, Dev. Um, and I, I wanted, I want so badly to pronounce this name Zamfir, Master of the Pan Flute, but that's not who this is. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that's amazing. That is, how do you get that I mean, right and not get able to pronounce it? You names? know of whom I speak, don't you, Zamfir, Master of the Pan Flute? Late, late night infomercials? Oh my God, I'm so much older than you guys. I remember Zamfir. Oh, not as much older than you than I am as Ace. I know that's true. Sorry. Ace doesn't, yeah. Ace does not know this. I'm, uh, of course, you know, now I'm in the generation, though, that now that I hear it, I'm going to go look it up later. That's true. <laughs> yep. You can Google it. <laughs> I think you had to, like, subscribe to his albums. You know, Remember Slim Whitman, who sold more records than the Beatles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't sell more records than the Beatles. That's how he was advertised. All right. So, uh, anyway, Jam Pierre joined the group. He said, Turd first. Another friendo turd. Yay. That'd be an F-O-T. Uh, first told me about this game, and I was amazed by everything. Even more amazed that I somehow did not hear about it till recently. What got me in was the huge scope of their vision and the amazing progress so far. Isn't that nice to hear someone coming in and saying, you know, look at all the amazing progress? I think that's very cool. Absolutely. Right now, I just have the basic Mustang. I'm hoping it's a beta, because we, we, we need more people starting the game with, with uh, just the, um, um, uh, the family truckster, the... Uh, the, the, the oh. Mustang Beta. That's what it is. Right, no, the, fam- the family no, truckster no, no, is... No, uh, um, oh, what is it? Is I it? mean, if you're talking about the, the vacation, that's just family truckster. That's right, what it is. right, but some the somebody named it. What's, what was our name in the movie? 
No, oh, got me. Somebody in the group, the first person to act, the first those guys was ship person to actually make it into 2.0 was driving, was driving, was flying the Beta, and he has a name for the ship, and it's like the coolest thing ever, and I can't remember it now. The Griswold? The Griswold, yes! <laughs> Winner. Thank you, Ace. You say I'm terrible for references. Good job, Ace. Way to pull through. I think his head was about ready to explode, Yay. so. Nice job. It was close. So I, I hope it's I hope it's a Griswold he has. I still love that that the first those guys were ship ship into the into two point was the Griswold. It's very fitting. <clears throat> but I'm just like that. All anyway. right. Luke Ray joined us at Hi, looking for a casual org to occasionally fly with and chat with. Not sure where I first heard about Star Citizen, but I've been following it regularly for a few years now. As deep and engaging as the game will probably be when it launches, I'd love to have casual fun. Communities to explore it with. In the PU, I'll probably be mostly focused on exploration with some trading mixed in. In the meantime, I'll be getting my hands on a Carrick when I can. Thanks. So welcome, Lucre. 325 members strong. Okay, and then over on the website, Dev Tesla joined us, as did Mocker and Moemi and Bear. So welcome all of y'all. Introduce yourselves in the forums. Post early, post often. It's fun. Hi, everybody. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, now, Now, speaking of the Twitters, did you know the latest pretender to the throne or who the latest pretender to the throne is? No. Are we talking Game what, of Thrones? What do we get? Yeah. What are a we new talking TGWS? About? What is no. it? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What's the new TGWS? It is uh, the Good Wine Show. Oh. Ooh, classy. Oh, All right. We, we should have a meetup there. Uh, right? <laughs> it's a meetup meeting of the minds for TGWS. Yeah, I'll bring beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's offensive, though. It's a wine shop. Oh, so whiskey's okay. Yeah, exactly. You don't walk into a wine shop with your own beer. All right, I'll get higher by higher. I'm like a Jameson. It's like a mixed. No? God, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's like bringing a bazooka to a gunfight. Bring a two liter of warm Diet Coke. Oh, that's oh. good, too. Oh, Diet Coke. I love warm Diet Coke. I just love Diet Coke, oh. period. I've given it up, but oh, I, I, I've ne- I'll Mrs. never give it up. Ace would strongly you know I mean. disapprove of your love of Diet yeah. Coke. <laughs> it's you know I, I will work in a Pepsi Max from time no to time. You, that's wow. heresy. You no. watch your damn mouth. Do you, uh, do you drink some what was that Pepsi One? Is that, that how about that how about the Pepsi Clear? Stuff? Oh. You know I yep. I've not had that. <laughs> what? No, what was the uh, that was, that was like uh, what, new that was Coke? Coke early Coke, 90s? Is it, was it Coke Zero? Was the one that was that flopped so hard? No, no, Coke Zero yeah, still around. The, was it New Coke? The Clear Pepsi. New Coke. Flops. Flops. New Coke did not. Did that's not right. Do well. Oh, yeah, didn't? No. Did oh. I just remember the Pepsi. The, 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 was it Van Halen did the things with us? Yeah. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. What? How did Me- that not work? Imported Mexican Cokes with real sugar. Oh, I've had yeah, those. Gross. Those are delicious. Oh, that's no. a soda. That's a man soda. Oh, no. I've had those. I've the, if you go to the world, artif- there is the artificial uh, sweeteners in Atlanta. Frescos. In Atlanta, there is the uh, uh, like a Coca Cola like history place, and they have all the formulas from all across the world in like a giant dispensary system. And I've had the like real sugar like Mexican Coca Cola. It is not as good as it sounds. Heresy. Sorry, sorry. It just, mm-hmm. It's a California. I thing. guess that's what that's what real men drink. Oh, that got serious. Juanitos. <laughs> Coke Zero and artificial sweeteners and shots across the bow. Oh, I'm sorry. Stuff. To, 
Shot my pancreas. I'm, I'm sorry. I drink. I drink the only soft drink from an accredited doctor, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh, touche. It's from a doctor. It must be healthy. Right, exactly. It right. Must, it must and the diet be. version tastes. I mean, arguably, quite a bit like the regular. So I think of the mm. diet versions, that one really, they really, you know, hit it out of the ballpark on that one. Well, gentlemen, shall we? Uh, shall we continue on here? Yeah, that was quite a that was quite a derail. I feel like this episode is is uh, the Star Citizen podcast colon the No Man's Sky episode. <laughs> you you said taste took a nap for a half an hour. Uh, pretty much, I just sort of hang hang, hang out. It's like eh, I'm just chilling. Did you, did you get a good feel about no, no Man's Sky though? Do you feel like you're going to purchase it? Nope. Well, and there you go. Now you know you you shouldn't. Then, I guess. Well, thank you for yes, affirming well, I, I, a decision I had made beforehand. Hey, that's what we do. I, I think that that was came out pretty clear. I um, mean, everyone's reviews is that you know it's not yeah, for everybody. Yeah. However, and, and and that's okay. There, there have okay. been strong hints from EA that they might remaster the, the Mass Effect games, and that has me inordinately excited. Oh, by the way, uh, even though it will be gone when this airs, uh, for you gentlemen, um, you can get a uh, what is it? The first and second, I believe, uh, Mass Effect for like. Six bucks right now on Steam. Do it. Do I, I it. picked them up just just to have them. They are so Why good. Not? Nice. Yeah. In case you're interested, I don't know. I didn't see Mass Effect Three on there, so I don't know what the deal is. But it's like a seventy five percent off right now on Mass Effect games. On Steam, I wouldn't so. be surprised if they remastered them. I mean, the the, the Halo remasters have sold incredibly well. I'm amazed that EA hasn't jumped on that cash cow yet. No, I'm sure they will. Yeah. <laughs> More heifer jokes. Um. Yeah. Um, wh- when is the new one next coming year, out? Uh, 2017. Yep. I think next oh, March okay. is what they have it slated like for that, or yeah. some such. Yes. So slightly before Squadron 42. <laughs> oh. oh. No. Oh. No. It's a deep burn. Bad gleep. I can uh, link you a list of burn centers for that. <laughs> Do you have any aloe? Does anyone have I actually aloe? have aloe growing in my yard. Really? It's for real, huh? Yeah, it's great. And I ate a piece. And you can, you can like break yeah, off a cut leaf. Yeah, exactly. Cut the leaf in half, and you're good. Stumbling out of the backyard, burns in his face. Oh, it's from it off. There you <laughs> go. So much this. better. You know, it's funny. I broke off a piece, and I was like, oh, "This is this is kind of cool." I squeezed some on my arm, or, play, or her arm, or playing with it. I put some on mine. Like, oh, this is neat. And I thought, I wonder if this tastes like. Well, it tastes a little bit. You know, it's not so bad. I was like, well, whatever, what, if, what if I can eat it? Took a bite out of it. Not too bad. I haven't died yet, and uh, so I guess we're good there. <laughs> Whatever doesn't kill you. Yeah, that's you what I felt like. So basically, I'm a superhero. Aloe man? <laughs> well, we already, we've yeah. known that. Aloe man. Aloe man. Aloe man. There was a man. <laughs> All right. Please do go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your gaming website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen, the base radio at radio. Oh, Jimmy, I forgot to tell you. Um, uh, I teased it on the last show. Um, I back to No Man's Sky for a second. I was watching uh, Clifford, aka Miku, uh, stream Star Citizen, um, and uh, was in chat there. And one of the guys from the base uh, said, "Hey, you know, Gleep, I met you at Star Citizen in uh, Manchester." And I, <laughs> nope. 
Do you do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was I can't remember who it was in the org, but somebody um, somebody in the org uh, they were INN was doing um, or uh, uh, the base was doing interviews of, of uh, fans, and one of the guys went up and uh, did a short interview um, as me. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like this guy was going on, and was no, I met you at, um, I met you at, at uh, CitizenCon. I go, no, I'm going this year. I didn't go last year. And he linked me the interview in chat, and I went and listened to it. I go, oh yeah, that's right. Well, about that, you see, that actually wasn't me. And so it was, and we laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed. And it was such a time. <laughs> Did you have a time? Did you guys have a moment? Such a time. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. Remember, we are now available on the Google Play Music. You can reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag, those guys with ships, or TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertsspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And be sure, please be sure, to check out our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. Now is the time on Sprockets when we make another monkey joke. Monkey joke. Monkey you can joke. find you can find me most chatty over at Twitter at Jimmy Croker. Um, all of my contact uh, info is in the show notes. Uh, Quantum Drive will be dark this week because I am uh, traveling. I'm going to be out of town for a few days, but we'll be back next Thursday, a week from this Thursday, with a brand new show and part two of a four-part series. So uh, check it out on the base. Uh, every Thursday night, 1 p.m. PST, uh, no, sorry, 9 p.m. PST and 1 p.m. PST on Saturdays. I'm Ace Azamine, and uh, you can find all my information in the show notes. I'm generally most chatty here in the TeamSpeak channel. Also now on our new fancy Discord, occasionally, when that happens. Yes. Um, yes. I haven't been invited to that yet. But you just not love enough. Just go. It's, it's not on the webpage, man. Oh, Website. I just gotta go to the webpage. All right. In I'm any case, um... Did he say it? Did he say it? I don't. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Good night, Gracie. No, say it. Good night, Gracie. It. It's there. Yeah. Yay. There we go. Yay. All right, Mark. All yours. Yay. Take this puppy home. Okay, guys. Got two options for you. Who wants to flip the channels? Huh? Who's got Who's got their hand on the channel? Okay. Here's this is what we're gonna do. All right. Uh, Gleep. You have to make the sound right for changing the channel. All right. Every time you want me to Ooh, stop. I like this. Game. Okay. Here we go. Okay, go ahead and change the channel, Gleep. Oh, you're not the usual milkman. You're not going to change the channel, really? <laughs> I was helping you out there, Mark, because I, I knew that was going to be I, I, I wanted to see going. where this was going. Gleep's oh, <laughs> just leaving you out there, hanging you out to dry. Get the bunny. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> I have a great invention for you, gentlemen. I'm going to take you up on it right now. Imagine yourself in a... I can't keep it up. <laughs> you can't one channel, guys. Bunch of, one bunch of wrong men making, making a static All right, guys, I, thank you for failing that miserably, but I want to talk to you really quickly, super quick, about what my best invention yet. It's called the people stacker. Have you ever been in a line where you just can't stand the person in front of you or the person behind yes, you? Yes, yes, I have. Do you ever wish you could just get them out of the way? 
all the time. Oh, people, I hate them. Well, I've got an idea for you, gentlemen. Imagine if yourself, if you will, God picking a man up and setting him on a coat rack right next to you, out of the way, so that you can go ahead and move forward. Now, here's my idea. This is amazing. This, isn't this great? Now, what it's going to cost you is about four easy payments of $69.99.123 million a piece. Now, that sounds like a lot of money, I know. <laughs> but what we're really looking for is approximately two to 4000 uh, to the N. Uh, go ahead and, you know, obviously you can fill that one in later. Uh, backers. <laughs> we're not changing the channel anymore, Glee. I want to hear it. No, but John, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I think it's a good investment. Uh, I've put my life savings into it, and I think it's really going to pay off, especially at McDonald's. When will it be out? Or Starbucks. Or Starbucks. Yeah. When, when, when can we expect the release How about date? Toll, it will be postponed indefinitely? Uh, approximately Armageddon. Ah, okay. Well, this <laughs> is a definitive date. date. <laughs> right? I, mean, I think that's pretty good. And you know what? You can hold me to that. My word is my bond. <laughs> Until next time, then, we are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been our community podcast. Bye. See you guys. Love you. Hello, man. The skin is so soft. Look in the sky, it's smooth skin. That wonderful complexion. Hello, man. Is this Hello, man? I feel like Hello, man, we're really talking like this. Hey, guys. Um, so, I'm going to just stop fighting right now. Um, otherwise... Oh, are you burned? Let me help you out here. There we go. That's all moisturized. Remember, kids, always moisturize. <laughs>